Welcome to The Curious Ear. You were listening there to Alternative Angelus, one of the ten pieces made for Radioactive, a collaboration between RT Choice Digital Radio and this year's Dublin Fringe Festival. I'm David McKenna, and Roland Kelly and I worked for RT Radio and Cross Media on the project, together with Rosha Gowen, Leon Bell and Kate O'Sullivan from the festival. This programme will introduce you to some of the ten artists and their work, and you can hear the full podcasts on the RT Choice website rte.ie forward slash digital radio forward slash choice or just google rte choice and you'll get there Alternative Angelus was made by Jack Cawley Jack's a theatre sound designer and composer he combined the sounds of bells wine glasses spanners his own singing voice multiplied by 16 a guitar and an ebow an electronic bow to produce a new version of the old favourite for the piece we're going to hear next, Veronica Dias looked back to her grandmother Veronica McGrath's encounter with Elizabeth Taylor on O'Connell Street during the filming in Dublin in 1965 of The Spy Who Came In From The Cold. She looks like Elizabeth Taylor. She modelled herself on Elizabeth Taylor. <laughs> I mean, that was a bit of a Richard Burton figure as well. She looks like Elizabeth Taylor. She would have looked like Elizabeth Taylor had she had that life and had she not been otherwise occupied by five children about to have six. Lift off the stew pot with big strong arms. Lift off the stew pot with big strong arms. Glittering fingers, bracelets and charms. Glittering fingers, bracelets and charms. I listened to it all, I stayed real quiet so I didn't make any splashes of bubble. <laughs> I stayed real quiet and I listened to it. And there is Brian McGrath, North South Road, the death of her husband, the zero of the Goretti. It's good I remember that. I don't know if I remember this or not, if it's a false memory, but I remember hearing it and running in to see. I was doing something. I think I might be in the toilet beside the kitchen and hearing David Norris saying my man's name and then running in. And then we both looked at it again and then I saw it and we fell around the place. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I was three years dead. <laughs> Dead she was. Her mind is on Elizabeth Taylor coming out the door, and her mind is on her youth and the days when she used to tuck her skirt into her knickers to cycle to and from work when she was a young girl. Um, and it's on, I suppose it's on Paddy who were Richard Burton and I suppose the dreams they had when they were young and starting off together. Her mind is very far away from what it usually is on, which is looking after her children. 
That was an excerpt from Vera Veronica, made by Veronica Dias. We're going to listen now to some of The Blue Boy, by the theatre-making partnership of Phelan Cannon and Gary Keegan, known as Broken Talkers. Part of a larger project in which Phelan and Gary are working with survivors of child abuse, it counterpointed documentary interviews with the musical landscape of the Artane Boys Band. Like most of the artists involved in Radioactive, this was Phelan and Gary's first experience of working for radio. We really enjoyed working closely with our sound designer, Peter Morrow, on this project, uh, and specifically working with the editing process, which would be a new experience for us. And understanding that, you know, the cliche is it's, it's made in the editing suite, but it, it is made in the editing suite. For example, one of the sounds that you hear in the piece is um, from one of the participants of the piece, uh, Kevin. And Kevin has a, a very uh, heavy breath, and we use that heavy breath as a rhythm underneath his dialogue in the piece and the sound that you hear that ends the piece is that rhythmical breath from Kevin. Because I wasn't a bad bone in his body and I'll tell you he was a great guy. Everybody loved him because he had that heart, heart of gold. I, I agree entirely. My memories of him was just happy, smiley, gentle. Genuine. He went into Artane, he was, was it 13 and a half? 12. 12. I actually spoke to a girl that used to fancy him. He was coming into that age. So everybody she was him. mad about him. And she everybody said, Mickey went into Artane. Gorgeous looking fella. Very good looking. Very happy guy. And came out a totally, totally different person. Completely closed up. And I was sitting in the car and Mickey was sitting in the front seat. And Mickey turned around. And there was tears in his eyes. And I'd never, ever forget this. And he looked over at that hand and he shut the eyes where they went to school. And he stopped. And he turned around and he said, damn bastards, he said. I'd love to put that down. It's because he was my brother. And I loved him. And I go up to the grave, and I go up to the grave, and I bring up two large bottles of Guinness. And I talk to Mickey, and I pour them, them two bottles of Guinness on the grave. Because that's how I remember them. And that's how I always want to remember For her piece, the artist Yvonne O'Reilly took on the subject of cancer treatment. Why did Yvonne want to address this theme? Well, because it's like Everest, because it was there, but because I know that at this moment in time, as we speak, that there are hundreds of people across the country making their way back home after spending the day in chemo wards and radiotherapy units, and... This is nothing to be ashamed of, you know. The same thing will happen tomorrow and the day after that again. It's part of life, so therefore it can be a work of art. It can be incorporated into a a piece of art. Here's an excerpt from Yvonne's piece, Radiotherapy and the Arctic Night.
To make the harmonious wardrobe, Fiona Scheel, Zurich Kenny and David Turpin combined a poem, Delight in Disorder by Robert Herrick, The Sounds of Wardrobes, Hangers Jangling and the like, and excerpts from interviews. There's a lady in there, Regina, talking about fabrics that her mother would use in her dresses. A man called Marcus, who is a German self-taught tailor who lives in Dublin, but he works only with the methods that they used in Edwardian times. So he'll only use, you know, he won't use a sewing machine and he follows kind of an old Edwardian tailor's book. So that's him. And then a lady called Kathleen talking about her grandmother's wedding dress. But it's just snippets and extracts, so you wouldn't be able to kind of follow a story necessarily. So to end, here's an extract from The Harmonious Wardrobe. And if you like it, you can listen to it and all the other radioactive pieces on rte.ie forward slash digital radio forward slash choice. I was fascinated.